Why don't in the future, iPhone, Apple, just pitching it to you guys, when we're recording, you have like a little red light on the other side of the camera. Mine has but, that. Well, but most people don't do podcast recording on their phone. Mine does that. No, it doesn't. Uh-huh. It definitely doesn't. <laughs> ten. There was a mosquito flying this around ten, here, right? and I tried to kill it, and I missed it. So the whole time, I'm just going to be watching out for this mosquito because for some reason, they like to eat me. What are we even on? What generation iPhone are we on? 8,000. No, iPhone 8,000. Wow. <laughs> My phone works. It does everything I need it to do. <laughs> Working kazoos today. Let's do this thing, buddy. Yes, we have working kazoos today. That means you're gonna be all stressed out and it's okay. It's okay. This is episode 21. 21. Can you do some for me? Can you get a little rich Far away from the table, are you? Cause you moved it! Um, you wanna kick this thing off? I have my first note on here as Matt is leading the podcast. No, you didn't tell me I was leading the podcast. I did. Yesterday I said you're leading the podcast because you and Gerard no. just are over there saying I just talk too much on my own podcast. So you should No, they said I talked a lot on the last podcast and I was like because it was a together podcast. That they is were not, asking us questions. He is such a liar. And such a I liar. Let you you do your these thing. those two, Gerard and Matt, always gang up on me and they're like, You're always interrupting. You're just always talking away on the podcast. I'm like, okay, that's because I asked Matt, how was your week? And you go, Good. And that's all we get. So, how was your week? <laughs> Great. Why well, talk about me when we can talk about other things? Because people love no, it. No, my week was not, has not been great. Why so. has it not been great? Because my body is jacked up. Okay, we gotta fix it. No need to talk about that. Okay, we had a bad week. Um, I mean, guys, we all go through the ups and downs of training and everything, but you need to stay on your... Maybe you should check out my hip videos on YouTube. What have I been doing the last... Three, two yeah, and a half you, weeks. No, yes, you I just have. started stretching this week. No, I, I literally I, watched you come in the gym on Saturday, do zero warm up, and jump straight into a workout because I was here before you. Because I was trying to warming get stuff up. Done I had you a lot started. To do. You started before I did, and I was here before you stretching. That's a you whole other issue, and I have been stretching every morning or like five or six days a week. After the six a after the six a.m. class, I have to admit, I've been this doing that week. multiple. No, that wasn't this week. That was been like the last two weeks. Do you stretch, I'm not gonna, guys? Not do you guys stretch? Okay, I'll start a video log of this. Do you guys stretch before you get injured, or do you stretch when you get injured? You should stretch before. I was stretching before. Okay. So That's he's had point. a bad week. Wow, you said I was going to be on, in a bad mood on this podcast. Look who's in a bad mood now. All right, we have lots to talk about. Um, to Oh, this is not going to be good. My second bullet point because it's just going to lead to worse things. Um, my second bullet point is I am extra short when it comes to complaining about training right now. And that is your fault. Because of the type of training that we're doing. I had like a realization on that podcast. So yesterday we sat down and got to chat with awesome people 
um, over Zoom is a podcast from Hard Knocks. The Hard Knocks that is it called Hard Knocks podcast? I think so. It's their gym. Their gym is called Hard Knocks. We know some folks out at Hard Knocks. In Brownsville. We have fam. Or Brownsville, Texas. <laughs> Florida. No, it's still in Texas. Brownsville, Texas. When we go to the Spyland Games, we hang out with these guys because they're awesome. And they have a beautiful facility and a great community. And we got to chat with them on their very own podcast. And it was great. It was such a fun conversation. But it actually popped up yesterday where they were like, do you, are there parts of training that you enjoy versus other, like, or what, how do you like push through like the, the weaknesses and the, the weakness training and stuff like you don't want to do? And then like, is it fun? Is it not fun? And I was like, let me think about this. No, it's not fun. But do you listen to that podcast? I talk about how we associate like the reward of going through that hardship and going through those sticky times. Like you start associating the work with the reward, which ultimately is fun is getting gains and seeing stuff. But the type of training that we're doing right now just freaking sucks. Like everything is in the pain cave. Everything is like max effort at moderate weights along with like some, some like other fun little weird max out things. But the manual resistance was killing my soul. Marching is killing my soul. All of this other stuff is just killing my soul. Guys, she was happy when she tinned, Pound PR'd her floor press on Tuesday. I was very happy about that. So, so see, see, it works. that's what I'm talking about. You associate the reward with the work. So going through that. You were stuff so is happy like, on Tuesday. Yeah, because my push presses then, look good too. And then Wednesday rolled around again, and you're like, ah. What did I do yesterday? Was I not happy yesterday? Well, oh, I wasn't happy about muscle ups yesterday because just stuff about muscle ups. But I'm just saying, guys, real talk. Training can be very sucky and getting like trying to improve and learn new things and do that stuff can be very sucky. But you know what's not sucky is the reward you get from working hard and going through those tough times. But I will say this. If anyone comes up to me and complains about training, I shut it down real quick. It's very it's very unfriendly. I shut it down real quick. Because I'm like, you do the manual resistance then. You do the D-ball marches then. I'd so much rather be doing all these fun crossfit workouts. But no, I'm stuck over here doing that nasty stuff. That means when it come comes time to compete, I'm going to be excited to do all these crossfit workouts. Providing people program crossfit. That's a, How was your week? Big, <laughs> big assumption, but you know. We hope. I mean, that's the sport that I signed up for. And really quick, if you don't have anything to add to my rant, I'm going to jump into a little baby, 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 baby touch on the game's updates. For all you guys that get all your information here on the No Regrets podcast. It's not a great place to get information. <laughs> it's just a great, a great place to have a great time. Did you have anything to add before I jumped into that? No. Okay. Season update. They gave us some dates. They gave us a few like bullet points of how you're going to qualify from the open to quarterfinals and then to semifinals and then eventually the games. Um, it looks like they're taking a lot of people to quarterfinals, which before, which they used to take top 10% over the last few years, was already a lot of people 
So there are plenty of other videos, podcasts that um, chat about all what everybody's thinking. There's like not, not many details on this yet. We don't know if they're keeping the same regions, even though it seems like they are. Um, and just having, we don't know all of the changes or exactly how it's going to flow, yeah. but people are Sometimes making a lot of be educated assumptions. Like... They just wait until they can give all the details out. Right, right. Because when they give out some, then there's like this lack of trust built up over the last maybe couple of years. And then everyone's just like, ah, ah, which I get that way too. But then it's just like, it's not, it becomes a point where it's, let's make this thing fun. Let's make it awesome. Let's compete. Let's do cool stuff. And, but sometimes when it comes out in segments and I understand they want to get, get the calendar out and get people prepared. Sometimes I think that provides, but I guess it's just more attention and people talking about the sport. So maybe it's not so bad. I don't know. It's just, you don't know the whole story. So that's, ex it's, I don't know what to think. That's exactly how I feel. Like uh, parts um, of me like the idea of some things like, oh, there's people in here that can't make 10%, but are take the open more seriously than the other 50% of the people that are just going to do the open for something fun. So they get something a little bit extra with doing quarterfinals, but then there's the whole situation of how that works at affiliates with, I mean, we kind of went through our heads and counted how many people could possibly be doing quarterfinals here and what that would look like. And, and just really too, like, how does that, how do they program that to serve those people that are, you know, the, the next 15% that go to quarterfinals and how do they, serve the people trying to make it to semifinals and getting the right people to semifinals and how does that programming play out seems like a a very challenging thing to do but we'll see if they do it this is where i'm at guys and this is where like i don't know if other peeps feel like this i told matt last night that it's come down to this like i want to still compete because I love it and I have fun with this sport and everything so I'm getting to the point where I feel like there's just so much they announce something that's like halfway announced like we don't have any of the details on it so people start like assuming and you can literally feel all the frustration over the last few years of like flip-flopping changing structures all over the place to where it's literally like negative 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 I haven't heard a single positive thing and there's something to be said about that like I'm frustrated I've been frustrated with the past few seasons too even the season that we made it to the games like oh we made it we crushed it we like made our goal our big goal and there was still so much frustration built up in that season so as far as like me and like where I'm at as a competitor in the space and like feeling the frustration I'm gonna know the rules that's all I want to know Tell me how to get to the CrossFit Games, and that's what I need to focus on. All the other drama of this, that, and this. I'm going to – basically yes. what I want to do is go on the floor, compete how I want to compete, and represent what I want to represent, which is CrossFit, the community, and, like, showing how all the pieces as far as, like, building a community inside your gym and your affiliate and working out with awesome people translates into high-level competition too. That's it. Yes. I'm done with the if you're If you're an athlete – Whatever level of athlete you're at, especially if you're an athlete trying to make semifinals or move on, even make quarterfinals, whatever, you can't control so much. You have a no control over this stuff. So don't let yourself get frustrated because it's just going to bleed into other stuff. So ignore it if you need to. 
If you're one of those athletes that's trying to make semifinals or make go from sem semifinals to games, there is some importance in knowing the maybe really staying plugged in, knowing how they might program quarterfinals in that case where there's a bigger pool of people and what the workouts may look like so you can be better prepared. Have a coach, have someone in your life that can focus on those things and help get you prepared for that. But don't, I would say, most people, you're I not going to self, you're not going to serve yourself that. well if you're just like, if you get caught up in the nitty gritty of all that, it's going to take care of itself. You take care of yourself and get better and have some people on your team that can dive into that a little bit more so you can be, maybe they can just prepare you for what might be coming, but don't be hung up on every little detail. But this is where I'm like frustrated with even something like I just said. Like I wanna be, like the way the sport can move forward is you take like bigger names and people like use their voices to like voice their opinions and change those things. But the problem is, the problem is right now is no one knows what the F is going on. Like everything keeps changing left and right. And from any, anywhere from the season structure to ownership and all of this, that's why I, I'm like, I don't even know what to say at this point. Besides, keep build a structure. Keep, like, you gotta, you can't so, keep changing is, it because you, know, you don't get, is, like, this is, the, what, this is what your mindset has to be. Just like we talk about this all the time when you go out on the competition floor or in training or different things. Expect things to go wrong. At this point, you need to be just expect crazy stuff to happen. It's kind of a wild, it's still such a young sport in so many ways. It kind of went up really fast and then it's kind of like gone down and gone sideways maybe in some ways in different, in different ways, whether it be how many people participated or how excited people used to get for the different parts of the season. But it's still a Wild West kind of version of a burgeoning sport expect things not to go perfectly just like you can expect to get some bad no reps or to get things that don't happen quite right in a competition and that just needs to be your mindset going forward whether you're an everyday athlete whatever make the best of it and sure give your critique at the end of the year or at the appropriate time but just have that expectation of nothing it's not going to be a perfect structured thing so that's my my advice all I know is that recently and lately, I don't like my piss poor attitude when it comes to training and hearing things about the competition season. So I'm recognizing it. First step is always recognizing your issues, <laughs> recognizing it. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have that attitude going into the season or be frustrated because this is for fun and I want to be successful in it. And I, know that if we're having fun and keeping a nice healthy mindset like we're gonna do well in it but i mean long story short it's frustrating but we'll see what happens this year we're in it and getting ready for wadapalooza is next up on the agenda so we're training getting strong getting ready for that i do appreciate you keeping it real and sharing your true emotions because i don't feel that that always happens in the landscape but there you go what what you don't? You, no, I said I do appreciate you on no, the no, podcast. No, what I'm going to say that. is like Becca's not always happy-go-lucky. Like she's <laughs> on her reels. No, and I'm just saying I appreciate that. Keep it's it easy real. for me to say as a coach, like, oh, focus on. You could be sit here and be like, guys, just focus on what you can control. Everything's going to be great. But yeah, the emotions <sighs> are important. That means True you. Death. That means you care. 
that's our games update for you guys. I know lots of other peeps have lots of other opinions, so if you're interested in more of that, you can go check out those peeps. But we are wrapping it up there. Last thing, last bullet point I have is I wanted to share, I really love what we do for our Veterans Day Hero Wad bracket. We don't know what Hero Wad we're doing just yet for Veterans Day. If you guys are doing a specific hero workout, I'd like to know. Leave it in the comments uh, because there's so many out there and they're so different. But what we've been doing for the past few years is actually we set up a little eight workout bracket. And then we just have each of the classes roll dice, best three out of five, moves, or I'm two people. I'm Veterans Day today. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Two people, like, represent the two workouts. They dice, roll it off, and then one workout, best three out of five, whoever wins that, advances on to the next round and we keep rolling until Saturday morning right before we're about to do the the hero workout we have two workouts left we do one last dice roll and then we do whatever workout wins right then and there so you don't really know what a little workout bit of unknown and unknowable yeah you can prepare well, for the two there's two yeah we don't know which one we're gonna get um that used to be every Saturday by the way at bolt though I used to even do my Dave Castro cover the board and, mm -hmm. and then, release reveal. it every Saturday was you had no idea what you were showing up to. Yeah, until we got Sugar Wad. Maybe we should have just a one a month for the fun. That'd be fun. The mysterious Saturday just unknown workout. But yeah, that's we kind of set up a bracket so we don't know what we have like four workouts left right now. One of them's Chad. I'm like halfway rooting for that one because I just want to <laughs> do it. Like it. I want to take on the challenge. Um, other ones are... Jerry. Jerry, which is all rowing and running, which Horton. I'm not rooting for. Horton's a partner workout. And then Hildy's like a big old rowing sandwich thing. Um, so those are the ones we have left. And it's just a really fun way to get the gym involved and um, get them hyped to do a hero workout. Because sometimes when you just say, hey, we're going to do a hero workout on Saturday, people get a little bit intimidated. But when you have that like involvement and like, hey, we were rolling the dice, seeing what's going to happen. It, it makes it fun, and people stay kind of engaged. So It's been fun, too, because you have those hero workouts that you do every single year, or we did for a long time. We actually changed up our 4th of July because we'd been doing that one for so long, like 10, 11 years, which was a really awesome one. But it's fun to kind of mix them up sometimes and do new stuff. Absolutely. So I'll let you guys know which one we get. Do you have preference? Are, are you going to be drinking lots of hydration products? Absolutely. The, the hero workout? Lots of hydration. Lots of resin. Um, speaking of that, and it's time. Guys, we have so many questions to get to. And we get hydrated, so are you we, ever can, gonna stop we can hydrating? smash them. I ain't never going to stop hydrating. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. I am well hydrated and ready to smash this podcast blurb because this podcast is brought to you by resin, resin hydration with caffeine in it. You guys, resin is changing the game when it comes to hydration because now we got caffeine. That's the easiest way to get my attention is you say the word caffeine and now you're telling me I can have caffeine and stay hydrated all at the same time. Mm. Their product Endure, this is what we got right here. Is not just any other electrolyte drink. I still can't say that word. Electrolyte drink mix, but a complete pre-workout. It is what your body needs. It ensures you get the most out of every serving. 
Each box of resin Endure comes with 15 stick powder packets that you'll add to 12 to 20 ounces of water. Shake it up and enjoy 30 minutes prior to your activity, but I sip on that good stuff all day. I almost got into one of the questions that we have. You can smash these flavors like blue raspberry, watermelon, and peach mango. Notice yeah. I didn't say banana because I still hate bananas and always will hate bananas. I don't like bananas. Here's what's in each, each resin endure packet. 150 milligrams of natural caffeine, 250 milligrams of L-theanine, 780 milligrams of electrolytes. <clears throat> 1,250 milligrams of coconut water powder plus 750 milligrams of beetroot powder, three to four grams of organic cane sugar, and natural flavorings that do not include the nastiness of banana. Resin delivers consistent energy without the crash. This means we can finally have the best of both worlds, guys, when it comes to caffeine and hydration. Drink it up. I've been adding it to my training, and I love it. I love it a lot. Be sure to check out GoResin.com to shop Endure and other bundles these guys got for us. That's G-O-R-E-S-N.com and use my code BIGBECCA. Actually, no, it helps you save 10% this time. 10% on your That's orders. Good. And we got exciting stuff coming with these guys. We love them and we are very thankful. They are a part of our team. Thank you, Resin. You guys go check them out. And now we get to our podcast questions. Ready? Um, yeah, maybe we'll hand out some sticks for the hero workout. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I was going to throw it at the camera. If so you want to try guys some can t at Bolts and you're here, I was gonna our throw Bolters it at the that are camera listening. So the audience we in can, the we camera can, can catch them, them but I don't want Blitz to eat it. Yes, I will be. Um, question number one, do you lift heavy every day? I lift heavy a lot of days, but definitely not every day. We go on lifting cycles that, I mean, have their specific heavy weeks and building, and then we have our deload weeks, but my lifting agenda changes every single day from Olympic lifting to like days we squat, days we pull heavy, and then um, I think there's a healthy balance of you can't just lift super heavy every single day. I think you guys just see a lot of like my story highlights where I share a lot of like the big heavy lifts and um but this guy does all my programming and he does a great job of making sure it's all balanced to where i don't lift maximal and i think that's what people really talk about is i was like i definitely don't lift maximal every single day and if i do it's like complexes that are forcing you to stay under one rep max weights and everything so the answer to that is no cool no yeah, no. especially in like the Olympic lifts, we spend a lot of time drilling, doing uh, percentage-based work and drilling, and we go heavy. I mean, we might hit like ninety. We'll we'll build competence and confidence at really heavy weights, but there's there's limited times of that I'm just like, yeah, set up I mean, something where you try to clean max your clean and jerk, it, it literally or your max your snatch. But we do. I mean, we we go through different types of. Um, progressions and different things that we're I'm kind of monitoring too like man when we're just like nailing 90 90 95 percent every time we touch it for multiples then I know it's when it's a good time to test or do different things so you'll and then I get nervous 
when I see one rep max written on the spreadsheet. I'm like, oh my gosh, these days don't happen often. Don't mess it up. Can I take a picture with you at Wadapalooza? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> For $5, no. <laughs> of course. Here's a funny, like, Wadapalooza story. <laughs> I I'm really am kidding. Like, I love all the pictures. I love saying hi to you guys. But <laughs> the first last year um, where I was, like, super nervous to, like, even – actually, I didn't even know, like, what to expect after the games and going into Wadapalooza, like, having your, your debut at the games and you get a little, a little bit more of a name out there on the floor, is I remember doing the first workout, which was that muscle-up squat workout. And I was gassed, just died, because – I felt like I wasn't, we got in late from our flights because that was a whole mess of things. Our flight was super delayed. We got to check in, almost missed check in. And then I felt like my body wasn't like ready for that first event. So my heart rate was spiked and I literally just felt like I was dying on a workout that I shouldn't have felt that gassed. And then I walk off the floor, like trying not to show like how gassed I was. And I'm like hiding in like the corner of the tent, like, bent over and all I hear is Rebecca can we get a picture with you and I'm like what <laughs> I was like trying to hide but it was like the sweetest moment it like kicked off Wadapalooza and I was like oh this is gonna be so much fun but absolutely I apologize if I look dead in any pictures but we'd be going ham out on the floor and hopefully you guys can catch me when I'm not absolutely destroyed from workouts but absolutely, I'm looking forward to it. Miami was a blast last year. Um, Matt will be signing autographs too. Blitz will not be there, guys. As soon as we can figure out how to get him a seat on the plane, he will be at every single event. But not this year. Next question. I noticed you're getting thicker muscles. Yeah, buddy. What's your diet like? Clean and as much clean food as I could possibly get in this tiny body. So right now we have a bet or a competition going on between two of us. He's got a goal weight. I got a goal weight. Guess who's going to get to their goal weight first? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, but, guys, I've always been a smaller athlete, obviously, and struggled with, like, getting in enough food. And it's not just not because I've had issues with food in the past. I just, like – just don't eat a whole lot. So lately I've been really on eating a whole lot more food than I used to. So I'm and that coupled with the type of training that I'm doing is just packing on some some muscle and that's been the goal ever since I mean that's always been our goal. It's just kind of coming to life as I'm getting old. <laughs> getting old person muscles. Hi. <laughs> Chime in when you want. Um, but yeah, uh, I guys, I eat very clean for the most part until the weekend. Then I splurge on the weekend um, and make sure I'm hitting my protein intake one. And then also with the type of training that I do, lots and lots and lots and lots of carbs. Uh, that's been the major thing. And milk. It's the milk. It's milk. I need a milk sponsorship. Fair Life, hit me up. Because I've been drinking, like, extra milk and, like, my protein coffee. I'm not stingy about it. I'm just like, milk. And then I eat cereal at night, which I'm like, milk, whole milk, resin. Calories. Calories. 
It's good. I'm enjoying the milk. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, milk is awesome. no, duh, that's what, what do you think baby mammals eat all the time? Yeah. Like, what is the fastest growing thing? A human baby? Ma a baby. Like mammals, when they're babies, they grow so fast. They add weight so quick. Like, the, for, for percentage of their body weight? Because of milk. <laughs> they drink milk. So I'm just a, so a there's, little there's, baby there's, mammal hooked on milk There's right a flip now. side to that. If you're trying to lose weight, yeah, you're not, you shouldn't you be hitting the whole milk some, as much as the dairy. Work, some of the dairy, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be hitting the whole milk like I am right just, now. But that—that's actually what's going on. It's like I'm re really getting a little bit better about like eating, plain and simple. I'm glad you guys can see that. I've been working really hard on it. Training's like more of the easy stuff, like nutrition that gets pretty challenging. Um, I need you to chime in on this important. Yeah, this question. bed is gonna work. It's really motivating her to beat you. It really is. Like, she's actually, just, like, since we've made this bet, she's been... I'll help you. There's, like, a hair. Just different strategies. You can tell she's proud of herself. Yeah, I've been, like, eating, like, like on one the of her clock. things. <laughs> yeah, one of the things, I, she'll be doing so many things, and she sits there and eats while she does it, but then she eats so slow. And I'm like, I told her, you're going to get full faster. You need to eat quick. It's just like the, like, Joey Chestnut. I'm going to be get, a competitive you eater way, soon. You can get it way, way more down if you do it fast, uh, especially when that's your goal, when you're trying to get a lot of calories in versus feeling full and having to stuff yourself. So she, since we made the bet, she's been, like, putting away her other stuff and just, like, yeah, I don't, eating her I'm food. Yeah, I'm not on my like, phone ah. when I'm eating. I just focus solely on my plate, and I'm like, <laughs> shovel it in. That's what's been going on. Um, on a food note, would you rather be a hot dog or a hamburger? <laughs> That's tough. I'd rather be a hot dog, but I like hamburgers better. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. I'm trying to like think of the advantages of being hamburgers a hot dog. Hamburgers are wide, hot dogs, I'm like tall. Tall and you can long, fit in like small spaces. <laughs> um, hot dog. Hot dog. No, I don't want all the hot dog jokes that come with being a hot dog. Hot dog. What's your favorite undomesticated animal? That's way too hard of a question. Like, um, guys, did y'all see there's like this rare zebra that they got photographed in Africa? I think it was in Africa. It's like got um, melatonin is what colors your skin, right? human skin yeah but it's got some rare like situation going on to where it's not normal zebra colors i was like how do you even know if it's a zebra then isn't the point? fur on the zebra it's like brown it's like brown but it's still got stripes and everything and it's not like normal white and black stripes <laughs> this is where you get all of your world information is on the no regrets podcast but that was adorable if I have to say, obviously a squid, a sea creature, um, but a land creature, it's either going to be an okapi or a platypus. What's an okapi? It's um, a deer with a zebra butt. Oh. I'll show you a picture. Yeah. Or we'll pop one up right here. I say bear. There's domesticated bears, right? Not really. Well, I mean, there's some they kind of train, but fully undomesticated? 
there's uh, more undomesticated bears than domesticated bears, yeah. so that one bear works. Bear counts. Bear does count. There's no domesticated okapis. There probably are. There's probably some on some. Or there's some in the zoo. Does that count as domesticated? Big Texas ranch where you no, can go hunt them. No, no, I don't think you hunt okapis. I bet somebody um, does. The, <laughs> we used to. I used to have a stuffed animal of an okapi. And we used to call it the Acapulco, and I don't know why. <laughs> Just not how you say its name. Um, okay. I don't understand this question, but I'm going to try to answer something about it. How do you approach life balance for your athletes? I don't know if that's preaching to athletes or training athletes. And how do you balance life and pro fitness? Basically, talk about balance really quick. Um I got plenty of like move mindset videos on this, guys. Um, I believe in ba balance is the word I always go back to when I feel frustrated, whether it's with training or not getting enough rest because we're always kind of teeter-tottering over this line of doing too much of this and not enough of this. And when it comes to like keeping myself busy through all this, one, I love to keep myself busy. Um, but it just structuring out the day and making sure I kind of time block this is when I want to train this is when I, this is my time to be a little bit selfish and focus on my training only and then obviously scheduling to do other things like this podcast or edit videos and by all means I'm not great at it like there's a lot of running sometimes a feeling like I do too much but it's just kind of scheduling pouring more into like prioritizing the things that I, I need to prioritize like coaching and training and then leaving room for other fun things like making videos editing but we live a busy life here at the gym I think balance is kind of a buzzword nowadays I think the best advice I would give I would give is that everybody's balance looks differently and when I hear it said People look and like, oh, this person has balance. I need to do what they're doing. And that can be faulty because we're all different in so many different, we're all unique in so many different ways. And you just need to decide what you want, be honest with yourself about it, and then figure out what helps you the best way for you to get there. And that doesn't always mean like what you want, whether it be accomplishing things or maybe you can say you want to go to the CrossFit Games, but you, if you're not willing to do those things to, to go to the CrossFit Games, then it's like more balance isn't going to get you there. So it's like just being honest and kind of coming up with what works for you. I think there is a something very important to not putting all your eggs in one basket or putting too much pressure on yourself in different ways, depending on who you are. But you also have to, if you, you just have to be honest with yourself I think with what you want and then realize that your balance is a little bit different than somebody else's and you can take inspiration from other people but I think people get in trouble because they're like so much hair on that I need to do what that person's doing or do what that person's doing exactly yeah, or do do a blueprint of what they're doing instead of saying oh that's cool they found their path or their way to be successful at this use it as inspiration to find my path to be successful which might have a few similar things, but isn't the exact same thing. And I think because you're not the same person. I think everybody's always 
you they very rarely and you value do you different feel, and you value different things. Yeah, for sure. Everyone I has think very values. rarely do you feel perfectly balanced too. Everybody's always like working back and forth and trying yeah. to figure it out. So but my biggest goal is when I'm juggling everything that I do, guys, is keeping like structure and making the hardest thing I have right now is making sure I, I have an I create enough time to do fun things away from like my job, which is coaching and training. So I'm still trying to figure it out. Fun things. Fun, fun things, things. Do fun. fun things. How long have you been an athlete? My whole life, guys. So 10 years of gymnastics, just past 10 years of CrossFit. Fun things. Fun things. Okay, you're going to take this one because I want to hear, hear your opinion. Because when I answer this question, there is no way we're going to get a Whoop sponsorship. <laughs> what do you think about tracking daily progress with a watch? Everybody be doing it these days. If it motivates you to be consistent, to show up, to work out, to get your steps in, to do your training, and you geek out on it, and it makes you better, do it. But I'm just, just for, like for on what? everything, I mean, I wouldn't put there. I, I know where you're going to go with this is you can with the whoop thing. I just, like you, it messes with be, my head more than yeah. anything for, for what I do. And I'm totally, I'm totally down for people like listening to it um, that are like it, tr truly in it for like, I mean, I'm in it for my health too, but I'm also on the riding the line of competitive sport, which is extreme. And so you don't want no dumb watch being like, you need a rest day. Yeah, I don't want the watch being like, you're going to feel like crap today. But see, the, the <laughs> feedback it's trying to give you is so you learn how to I know recover, what it's sleep, mm -hmm. get mm -hmm. the things you need so you can be ready for training and get the most out of training. <laughs> but you don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's plain and simple what, that's it, what is. it is. Don't, not, not even a watch Especially is going to tell watch. me what you to do. Wanna... Shut up. <laughs> 10% recovery? Oh, yeah, watch this. Bitch. <laughs> that is that is your problem. But, no, seriously, for some people, it is like a little accountability partner on your wrist. And it's great. It, it does give you – there's great products out there that do give you some great feedback. So if it helps you be consistent and help yeah. you get steps in, helps you get – it's a fun little tool what to What I will say is you have to be careful with the exact data you're getting off of the wearable because some of them, they vary depending on how they fit, different ways that you wear them while you're doing exercise, how they'll read different things is, they might not be 100% accurate with, you burn this many calories, oh, I put my, and then you go and you add that into a calculator and be like, I can eat 1,000 more calories because it said I ate or I burned 1,000 calories. You gotta be careful with that because I don't know, a lot of them aren't gonna give you exact feedback in that way so there are some things that those you, good you, things you can't not put so precise all your eggs on that in that basket i have nothing against it you just really don't see me wearing a whole bunch you don't really that. yeah i'll wear heart rate monitors when i train just because we do heart rate training but that's what when i have something on that's usually what that is um how's the gym going so far great Thank you for asking. We love it. Bolt is great. Great question coming up. Woo! 
What is your favorite resin endure flavor? I'm gonna rank them right now. As far as like what's in my head and what I've experienced. There's, a, there's three flavors right now. Blue raspberry, watermelon, and peach mango. I'm gonna go blue raspberries at the top for me, peach mango, and then watermelon. And it's peach funny mango is my favorite one, but I haven't tried. I gotta try the watermelon because I just like that one so much. I, just I didn't go for peach mango like from looking at the packet. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like that one. That's the one that's in this one. I've been hooked on it for the last few days, so I just have a lot of that flavor left because I drank all the blue raspberries first. That's my uh, ranking of the three flavors. So you have peach mango at the top. Peach mango. It is. But good. I liked it. Some I. I tried the blue raspberry, still good, but I like the peach mango, and then I haven't, I just stayed on that one, because we're both kind of like that. Once we find a flavor or something, we're just like. I'm scared for you to actually try the but watermelon. But I will try the watermelon. Because you're like, got high expectations well, for all watermelon flavors, because it's like Watermelon I love, as just in general. Great question. Would we ever see Matt, you, or both compete at the Spylin Games? <laughs> I only want to compete if it's against him. <laughs> I don't know. I was very tempted last year. Someone tried to get me out on the floor uh, for one of the events, the, like the final event this past year when we were here just recently. And I was like, don't tempt me. Like basically, I was like, if someone asked me like, hey, would you go in this lane and do this workout? I'd easily say yes. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I think... For that event, because when it comes to like being there for Cambro and being there for the event, I'd want to do like a really fun like specialty workout with you guys. Or we kind of do that as a community workout after the event, but let's face it, people are dead after the competition. So there's not a ton of people that show up for it. But as far as like during the competition, it'd be fun to do like a little special like workout. Invite, invite some friends, you know? No. I think it would be cool for you to do a one-off work. I don't want to do it by myself, there. so you have to do it. <laughs> what swear word do you say the most? Funny story is I used to never swear. Like, people knew me as that. Like, Becca doesn't cuss. Then I met him. I mean, <laughs> Forever change. Not really, not really. I try not to cuss too much, but it's kind of like I need to watch myself sometimes. The one easily I say the most is should I? I guess I won't bleep this out because I've already cussed on the podcast before. It's easily shit. Like I said, it, it's on my story currently. Like I tripped on those crossovers and I go shit. You can hear it. <laughs> yeah, I heard you missing them. Yeah, he proceeds to tell me that after. The workout. Blitz cam. He's a cute boy. Oh shit. <laughs> Blitz knows Blitz when knows I cuss. cuss that's words. what's kinda crazy. Um, See that that's how rare. Like like we don't cuss a whole lot. So when we do Blitz is like, oh what? Something's wrong. <laughs> Something's wrong. It's okay, that's funny. dude. It's okay. Um, I think he's the same. We don't go too too crazy. I don't know. Depends. Do you throw F bombs more? <laughs> If I'm uh, mad, I'll be throwing those left and right. But that means I'm, like, truly upset. Yeah. If you give me to they throw an F-bomb. If I'm in the car and you're driving poorly, yeah. you might get an F-bomb. Yeah. That's the best place to find that from you. 
banana question mark this is when I just want to like flip off the camera speaking of cuss words because someone just said banana question mark no 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 next question other hobbies besides lifting and collecting workout clothes like the rest of us you know I'm a little bit offended because actually I don't collect a whole lot of workout clothes. I just accumulate some, but I'm not a big shopper. But I do lift a lot. <laughs> My other hobbies include art and comedy, videos, editing. Uh, Matt writes or you should really check well. out you should check out her wall ball video. The one you just did. Oh, on that was YouTube. a great one. Yeah. You guys are liking that one. Turns out just your a lot skills of on editing help. and like yeah, getting there and all that is they're really it's a cool balance. I think if you guys like it, definitely give her feedback. But I like the the comedy mixed in with like real good coaching. It's pretty cool. Go check it out if you need help with wall balls. Take it from your fellow short person. Um. These are quick questions. How can I get a lifting program from you? Guys, the only programs I have right now as far as lifting are just like more technique work. They're not like get stronger at snatches. It's more like get better at snatching um, and for beginners. So I don't have any lifting programs like that available. Let's just pull one guys. off Bolt. But we Bolt has bolt some. Hey, get on it. These people need it. I'll put it on my website. Y'all want that? Y'all want some lifting cycles? They're good ones. Some old bolt lifting cycles. How excited are you for the 2024 Open? I'm excited. It's not necessarily for the Open. It's just for the season. The Open, I'm kind of just like, I got to do it. But for the season, the kickoff of the season. And I actually, I know it's a lot on the gym and we've talked about this in the past of just like the few weeks that it takes to run the open in here. It gets a little bonkers because you have to restructure programming and that's a lot of work on you. We have to run the classes a little bit differently depending on the workout and everything. But I do truly enjoy watching people do the open and have some fun with attacking those workouts. Cause we all doing we all doing that same workout and it's it's always a challenge so i'm excited are you guys excited for the kickoff of the season i'm ready to get into 2024. i like even years too like 24 sounds way better than 23. do you know those also sound older though like when you're in even age does it i feel like it like you're like 24, ooh. But then when you turn 25, you're like, oh, okay, mid 20s. <laughs> Makes no sense. I've always thought of it that way. What about 29? 30's gonna sound way older than 29. <laughs> How did you decide to become a CrossFit athlete? I didn't, this life chose me. Next question. <laughs> you enjoying the podcast? <laughs> How upset do you become if a competition result is not what you expected? Get effing pissed. <laughs> I thought you didn't cuss. I said effing. 
Okay, real talk. This is a great question. Um, take semifinals, for example. I was proud of my efforts when it was over. It really just depends on what happens in the competition. If I, I try to... When you try to be a great competitor and a mature, like, competitive athlete, you try to look at the pieces of what, what was good, what was bad, what can be improved on, and, like, take semifinals, for example... I was proud of pretty much everything that we did out on the floor. Did we get the result that we wanted? Absolutely not. So I had a moment when we were wrapping up the competition where I was like, I was happy. I was like, I did a lot of great things out there. But then the next morning felt like someone who I imagine I would, someone would feel after like, partying and having a one-night stand and like waking up the night I have no idea what that's like and it's just like disappointment like when you wake up and then I cried the next day and it was very somber next day what is this podcast turning (laughs) into (laughs) no but um so that's a little bit of there they feel kind of different um I'm a person that'll beat myself up for a long time trying to get better about moving past like some things I didn't like but that's exactly what I try to do is I try to as hard as it can be if something didn't go the way you wanted it to take the the good pieces from it uh recognize the poor pieces from it or the bad pieces from it and learn from it and move on to the next one can't change what what happened um but yeah I get pretty emotional and it's good to let that out as long as you're willing to move on to the next thing. Right. You work You work so hard, a full year, like culminates in a competition like semifinals last year. Mm-hmm. You're obviously going to be emotional whether you make it, you don't make it, you reach your goal or not. Even if you do some things that surprise you or you perform workouts really great, like better than you thought, if it doesn't work out the way that you want, it's just, it's obviously a letdown and, um, we talked about this a little bit previously, but I think it's just, it's the roller coaster of the weekend in general. It's the roller coaster of seeing some of the workouts and seeing them play out and seeing how that sled was going to play out and knowing that was going to be rough. And then, well, um, but saying, Hey, we can make up points here or there. You don't know how stuff's going to fall out and still believing and giving it your all. It's an and it's just, just that up and sure. down is really, and we don't it's really a tough. Whole lot. Right. You don't get to, you have to wait a whole nother super long time until you're on that floor with that level of athlete again, which is, is makes it really, really difficult and challenging as a coach or as a, um, like last year I competed live so, twice. Yeah. That's and, it. And knowing how much you put into it and how much it means to you, you're obviously going to have those, but that's, you know what, that's life and that's sports. I mean, what's your favorite sport that happens every single day and every single sport just wish it would be cool if we could, maybe compete a little bit more often, but we can. it is what it is. I just got to schedule it. Maybe we'll do that this year. We'll just let it rip and sign up for everyone. Just kidding. But yeah, that was, those are my thoughts on that. Um, I wear my heart on my sleeve, when, especially when it comes to that. So I think so, because I ain't afraid to show I'm angry or upset or it's the emotion that comes with all of this. Here's a deep question. Is it ever too late to pursue a goal? No regrets. Yes. It depends on what it is, <laughs> really. I'm trying to think of like 
Okay, go on. Yes, I mean, some things aren't attainable at certain points. If you're 50 and you go, I wanna be an astronaut. Well, that's not gonna happen. You can't go through that whole process of becoming an astronaut once you're 50. Doesn't mean you couldn't maybe find a way to work for NASA or do something super cool in the space world, but there's certain things that you're just, that aren't going to, you can't, I wanna go play in the NFL. Um, I think there's something to be said about, because I do like to be on the happy, positive side of things, but I think we also do a good job of staying in reality. <laughs> Like, be realistic with no, yourself. No, I, I think you can definitely you got to be more realistic with yourself or where go, you're at. Or whatever your goal is, be able to, whatever the goal is, if it's not a, obtainable, like that kind of drastic statement I just made, I don't think anyone's making that goal necessarily, or they understand that that's not reality, but you can still change your life in some way to fit into that lifestyle or do something similar. Um, yeah, okay, example. Get, let's, well, let's work through this. This is really fun to work through, actually. Um, you're 50 years old. You're obviously not going to become an NFL player. Right. A pro football player. Um, but maybe you're so passionate about the sport and everything, you could find another, like you said, like another job or position to work within that. So you can be really, really close to... Yeah that sport those athletes and everything so when it boils down to like hardcore like specific goals yeah I would think there is a time where something might be too late but you might like alter or flip that goal to like still be in that same path or that same well an age is just one thing because you can look at there's other things that um obviously the younger you are the more opportunity the more things you have to pursue or that you have a timeline to pursue um, but I think there's an honest, there's an honest assessment of your skill set and your body type or your, what you're good at or bad at that, that will tell you, is that a worthwhile goal to chase for you? If you don't, I mean, it, I guess that's saying, for example, you love basketball, you're a shorter athlete. It's going to. You just you can still do it. It's just going to be very difficult to do, right? Your body type doesn't fit that. Ripping doesn't mean you can't. Athletes. There's tons of example. There's plenty of examples of outliers that have made it, but you just have to go on. You have to understand that, and then look at those skills and things you need to have if you are that athlete. Or I guess we we keep bringing it back to sports in a way, but because that's all um, we know how to talk about. <laughs> so oh, I I, I, I don't know. I some... hate to say that that if you believe in yourself and you're willing to put in the work, I think you can do just about anything. But I do think there is a time and a place to be like, to be honest with yourself once again and say, does this fit my skill set or what is my skill set? And if it doesn't, sometimes it's like, oh, I need to go develop the skill and then do that, then I can go do the thing. But I don't know. That's a deep question. Um, I came up with a, I want to do a really cool video. I just have to kind of like brainstorm how I want to structure it out. It's what's, um, what it's like competing as a smaller athlete in CrossFit. And it'll, I think it'll be, uh, I think it, the way I have it envisioned in my brain and like what I actually want to talk about is like gonna be very much on the lines of this. So it kind of reminded me of that. That's another video I, uh, idea that I have that I don't know when I'll do it, but keep an eye out for something I like will that. say I, I do think it's underrated 
how much, um, if you truly are hard charging and put in the work and you um, truly believe in it, that you can manifest things in your life. And uh, I believe it. And change, Jim Carrey change, said that. change and shape the world around you and make it be what you want it to be. We probably underestimate our abilities to do that. I so. believe it. I believe it. Do it. Go for it. Do it. Just do it, Nike. <laughs> Unless you're 50 trying to you're not join an NFL team. Yeah, you're not going to be an NFL player at that point. Uh, how did you get so proficient at teaching? Reps on reps on reps on reps on reps on reps on reps, and I still need more reps. That's how you get better at it. You go do it. Next question. Can vegetarians eat animal crackers? That's funny. <laughs> Next question. Did you ever come up with a name for your art? I did years ago called Schmidt House Art. Cool, you had an art? Company, brand something? Cool. Uh, yes, I did. I just didn't share it with you guys because I was supposed to be getting a logo made of it and I was going to do like a big reveal. But we'll do it here on the podcast. The winner of the... Actually, the poll, actually, I just ended up choosing. It is Squid Farts or Squid F Arts. And I want, like, my logo to be, like, this crazy, like, bug-eyed squid with, like, holding paintbrushes. And then a digital version that goes, like, Squid Farts. And, <laughs> and then bubbles, like, pop up. It's Squid Farts. Um, two more questions. Why is broccoli so broccoli-like? And can it be less broccoli-like? We're broccoli lovers, so you're, like, talking to the wrong people. The real question is, why is cauliflower so cauliflowery and doesn't have any color in it, even though people say it like cauliflower, and why does it not taste anything like broccoli, and it sucks? No, it doesn't. It like sucks way more than broccoli. Rice or cauliflower potatoes, those are good. I like broccoli better, though. Yeah. Why does it look like Just, it and it's guys, white and it doesn't? Those types of things, if you learn to roast broccoli, roast cauliflower, it's way better than. Roasted as in, you suck. <laughs> Your mama sucks. <laughs> roasted veggies are good. Just, just. Roast it so much to where it's like not even. I feel a like so many. <laughs> the, no, not that. The, not that. I feel like, I feel like so many people have. <laughs> to where it doesn't even think, have the nutrients in it anymore. Think vegetables are terrible because they've only had them prepared in terrible ways with like totally. Soggy. Just soggy, being boiled or being heated in a way that they're just not flavorful. Um, try roasting. Get an air fryer. A ninja air fryer. Those are awesome. That's what we use. Broccoli. I don't know why broccoli is broccoli because it, it just wants to be a, a little tasty tree. It is time for Coach Jen's question of the week. You gave me the bad one. Oh, why are so many of them broken? At least I remember. 
Coach Jin gave us a great question this week. This has been a fantastic podcast. I'm a little exhausted right now. My brain is. Um, and Blitz is here to answer this question with us. If you had to eat a crayon, what color would you eat? Green for the broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Not the cream colored one for the cauliflower. That one's going to be grosser. Um, that's a great question. I would just eat one of the ones were I was never going to use. Did you, do you have any childhood stories of like you were the kid that ate glue or you were the kid that ate the erasers off of the pencils or? No, because you were a perfect little kid. You were just like, not a weirdo. I used to do the whole like. Do I look crazy? Yes. I used to do the whole like glue on your hand, let it dry, and then pick it off. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Answer the question. I said the whatever color I wasn't going to use to color with, that's the one I would eat. Brown? It would be brown or no, white. Because you might use brown for something. It would be brown or white. Okay, white. What are you going to color with white? Exactly. So you're, I guess you're eating the white crayon. And it has less probably. He's in love with the cocoa. There's less color stuff bad for you in the white one. Because it's colorless? Yeah. I don't know if they put dyes or something in that. The mm -hmm. other ones. Um, I either say green for broccoli. Green is kind of like one of my favorite colors, so it's going to taste like. You have to imagine what it's going to taste like. Pink looks kind of appetizing because it looks like cotton candy or something. Um, but all in all, if there's a flavor that I typically go for, like in anything and everything, it'd be like cherry. So now I'm at cherry. red. I'll just eat the whole box. Come on. Give That's you how you really get all the flavors. Crazy color. And then hey, give me that rainbow crayon. <laughs> rainbow crayon. <laughs> and then just see what happens out the other end. <laughs> what your poop looks like. That's a good experiment. You know if you're what? gonna do it, you, you might know as what? well experiment. You know with what? It. This is what we're landing on. Final well. answer, all the colors go into black. Give me that black crayon. And on that note, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, and email us any long-form questions at getthatfusednews at gmail.com. We're doing a lot of fun things all the time. Um, yeah, you guys have enough workouts from me. We're peacing out on this one. Peace out. Happy Veterans Day. Oh, happy, happy Veterans Day.